Hello and welcome to Arts on Europa League match day three. After the Wild Wild Champions League games, we are here with Danny Fisichella to analyze 10 of the most interesting matches of the second best European football tournament. I'm Danayo and I'm honored to be hosting Arts on Europa League match day three together with our football embedding expert who has prepared to use some great tips and predictions. Please like this video, hit the notification bell and subscribe to our channel to help us grow so we can keep delivering great content for you. Leave your comment below and let us know what are your predictions for this Europa League match day three. So now let's get on with the show. Hi Danny, how are you today? Hi Daniel, I'm all right. So great games we saw in the Champions League, a lot of goals, a couple of surprises, but you know, this Europa League, it's more exciting than ever because of course they changed the format, there are less teams, there is the Conference League as well, and you know, some of very, very important games in this match day three, some teams might almost already qualify, so we picked the best 10 games for you, there are more of course, but we picked the best 10 to give you a bit of analysis and obviously the betting tips, so let's go. Yes, we begin with Group A, Sparta Prague versus Lyon. Here we have um, <clears throat> Sparta currently second in the group, however, they have only scored one goal in two matches. In their domestic league, the Czech, the Czech side has scored 21 goals, but it looks like the class of the this tournament is much higher for them and they might be in trouble against a really dangerous Lyon side who have scored five and kept two clean sheets so far in Europa League. For me, it's a little surprising that the odds for Lyon are that high um, for the away win, but maybe I'm missing something. What do you think? Well, I think uh, Sparta Prague, they've been good against Rangers in the previous round. They beat them 1-0 and they did it without the main man, which is uh, Lucas Ulis, the striker. He already scored five this season, so he, he was missing there. He might miss again at this match, of course, to check the lineups. But, you know, against Rangers, they had a lot of chances, uh, led by Hojlek, the 19 years old. We saw him at the Euros as well. Minchev was really good. They are unbeaten in the last six. And in the league, they also beat Slavia Prague, who last year were the top team in Czech Republic. So maybe there is a bit of a change of the guard in the Czech football. You don't know, maybe Sparta Prague might be the best in this season. But yes, of course, they face a strong opposition in Lyon. Lyon, who started the season badly in League One, but now they are making ground. They beat Monaco 2-0 at the weekend. Important results, especially after the international break. You know, a lot of international players coming back and Paqueta for Lyon was so good, so influential, played the second half, but, you know, probably going to start uh, this one. Uh, you have to not forget, you know, he's a new manager, Peter's Bo Peter Bosch. Uh, they have to adapt to it. They are improving. Also, this is a team that's made a lot of late signings in the transfer market. Uh, people like Shakiri, like Emerson Palmieri. Then they got Boateng on a free on, in the summer. So mm -hmm. I think there is experience there. Uh, they just need to gel uh, together six points in the Europa League so a win will probably see them through they kept two clean sheets but uh, this for me is a tough trip uh, for uh, Lyon uh, I like the double chance I like the 1x for Sparta Prague as I said they've been good uh, recently at home 1x that pays 194 so maybe they will finally find their scoring way <clears throat> and manage to surprise Lyon of course 
who should be the the uh, favorite here. The second game of Group A is again uh, quite interesting: Rangers versus Bromby. Um, I think that many pundits were expecting Rangers to have at least a point by now, but they have lost both of their group games. So meanwhile, Bromby has snatched one point against Sparta Prague with very few goal opportunities. And in fact, both Rangers and Bromby have failed to find the back of the net and have conceded three goals. But somehow the bookies think Rangers are finally going to win this one. So, what do you think? Well, because they play at home, they got a good uh, European pedigree. Last year in the Europa League, they were good until they faced Slavia Prague. Uh, the issue with Rangers, and we know about it already, is the defensive issues. You know, they concede quite a lot. In Scotland, they already conceded seven, which you might think is not a lot. But, you know, for Scotland, for the level of teams that they face, conceding seven already, it is mm-hmm. quite something. Uh, but, you know, they lost against Slavia Prague. Uh, they had a lot of absentees, so they should get most of the players uh, back. What happened is that uh, also the weekend where they drew against Hearts 1-1, they had chances, they didn't convert them. The same as Gerald said, they need to be more ruthless in attack. So if they score their chances, if they take the chances, they're going to go through in this group, I believe, and they're going to win this one. Uh, Bromby, uh, they are probably one of the most disappointing teams so far. They sit mid-table in the Danish league. And you know, that's surprising because last year they won the championship in Denmark after, I don't know how many years, probably 12 or 13. So it's a, it's a long, long time that they haven't won it. But they only won two of the last eight games. They won at the weekend. They only kept one clean sheet in the last eight. And yet, as you said, they haven't scored in the competition. Uh, Ibrox is going to be rocking for this one. It's a big game for Rangers. They must win it. They can go far in this competition, I think. Again, if they become a little bit more ruthless, I'm not convinced by Brown be scoring away. Both to score? No. That doubles your odds, too. Great. I also think that they lack the firepower right now. And uh, both teams to not score a goal, it seems like a reasonable bet here. We move on to Group B, where PSV hosts Monaco at the Philips Stadium in a match where they will try to keep the leads of the group. So far, the Dutch side has won one and drawn one in some very exciting matches with plenty of goals. PSV scores a lot, but also they're quite leaky on the back, so Monaco can very well exploit their weakness. Uh, unfortunately, Monaco has not shown a lot of firepower so far in the Europa League, but nevertheless, <clears throat> they are a, a top-class team and betting on the goal market might be the good idea here. What do you think? I totally agree with you, because if we saw, for example, the game Ajax against Borussia Dortmund, we saw what the kind of pedigree Dutch team or at least top Dutch team have. They play on the front foot, score goal, they create chances. Now, PSV is inferior in terms of quality to Ajax. You know, they scored 10, 10 goals less than them in the Dutch league, but they got the same style and the same idea of football. They commit a lot of players going forward. They won comfortably the weekend. They are exciting, you know, Zahavi, Madueke, Gakpo, even Götze. If you, if, if you put him there. So there is a lot of talent going there, a young talent as well. They lost two games domestically. Uh, yes, because they commit a lot of play forward. They create a lot of chances. They only kept two clean sheets in the last nine games. Whereas Monaco, uh, they were defeated the weekend, as we said, by, um, by, Le- by Lyon after three wins in a row. Uh, I think uh, with Monaco, they were they were finding their, their stride again. They were finding the scoring um, opportunities and they scored more 
more goals. At the weekend, we're missing Golovin. I think when they do miss the Russian, they they struggle to create. Maybe they keep the ball a lot, but they don't create. Also, CDB, the right back, who's really important, was missing uh, that one. Look, with Monaco, I think overall they were really unlucky to go out of the champions league knockout against Shakhtar because i remember in the second leg they had a load a load of chances Shakhtar scored by a lucky own goal perhaps they should have been in the champions league um, the question with monaco is so far they always lost the big games they lost with Shakhtar they lost versus marseille they lost with lyon so are they up there this season? Well, last season they were, so there is no reason not to think they cannot go to Eindhoven and nick a goal. But yes, the over 2.5 market is really interesting because that pays 191, and that seems to me a very high odds for two high-scoring teams. Yes, exactly. And even maybe a home win is not that bad, 235. But as you suggested, that might be not so easy to achieve, and the goals market looks much better. The other game of the group is Strunkrat uh, versus Real Sociedad. The, <clears throat> the worst team in Group B, Strunkrat, looks like they have nothing left to fight for, and it's very slim chances that they will actually go after the, the group stage because they lost to PSV and Monaco. And once again, the bookies expect them to drop points here. Their guests, Real Sociedad, have managed to draw two times against Monaco and PSV, exactly the same team who defeated their uh, team, their opponent. And we'll be keen to finally grab their first three points. The odds for Real Sociedad actually suggest that it's quite possible. This is a very tough group because, you know, Real Sociedad at the moment, it's top of the league in Spain. So, you know, the team that's going to finish third and go to the Conference League is going to be a top team. One of one between PSV, Monaco and Real Sociedad for sure. Okay, so Real Sociedad are top of the league because uh, Real Madrid has played one less game, of course. But there is a lot of enthusiasm in Donostia, the city of Real Sociedad. Uh, they were not spectacular against Getafe. They won one nil at the last minute. Okay, they were playing with 10 men uh, and they were without Oyarzabal, the Spanish forward. But, you know, a lot of enthusiasm. This is a team, let's not forget, that 18 months ago, they won La Copa del Rey, uh, finally, a trophy after so many years. So, so there is a, a sense that something is happening and this is a good generation of football players. Also because a lot of them are very young, they've gone through the ranks, through the youth teams, and uh, there are a lot of players that are homegrown. So from the, from the, from the, from the region of the uh, Donostia. So it's really, really important that kind of, uh, you know, sense of belonging, sense of enthusiasm. They don't score many goals. They only score 12 goals in La Liga. Uh, they've done a little bit better in, in terms of ratio in the Europa League. But it's a team, as I said, plays a lot of, with a lot of belief and they can go out and nick a win. I think they are due a win in this competition. Uh, Sturmgrads, another uh, disappointment of this season so far, already eight points behind Salzburg in the Austrian league domestically they're doing okay that's because Salzburg are sort of dominating at home so they are second but maybe the Europa League is a big step for them so far they conceded quite a lot of goals so look I think the Real Sociedad win doesn't pay too much so you might want to pass that one or if you want to be adventurous go for a nation handicap minus one for the Spanish and that pays 199 great tips 
Moving on to groups, Group C, we have Napoli against Legia Warsaw, and so far Napoli has been underperforming really, um, considering that they are the top of Serie A. Things are just not not flying away for not flying in for them in Europa League, despite the very low odds for Luciano Spalletti's man. Maybe they're not going to put too much effort in this tournament, which will probably allow Legia to upset them here at huge odds at over 20. I'm not so convinced, but the Polish team are the current leaders uh, and will definitely be keen to keep their good run after surprising the pundits with the one new nil against Leicester. So well, with you... Napoli, we have to say these are the only teams in the top five leagues in Europe that have won all the games domestically. So 24 points out of 24, the one at the weekend, one nil against Torino, struggling a little bit. It wasn't easy to find the net and Torino had some chances. And, you know, in the Europa League against Leicester, they dominated. It was 2-2, but they had the ball most of the time. They created a lot of chances. And yes, OK, against Spartak Moscow, they lost, but was also because of a stupid sending off from Mario Rui in the first half. So they were down to 10 men. Uh, the tactics went out of the window a lot. I think what happens is that with Napoli playing every three days, it could be a bit tough. You know, it's a team that hasn't really been strengthened in the mm. summer, but what they got, apart from Zambo and Gisa, what they got is that new manager, Spalletti, that is coaching them so well, they are so well drilled, they all know what to do, and they got that kind of belief and determination that, yes, I think makes them, at the moment, the favourites in Italy to win the title. Now, when it comes to Europe, it could be a little bit uh, different because, OK, they need to uh, rotate the, uh, the team and, you know, even as, as small mistakes in this competition, in this group, can cost you the qualifiers. But they've only lost one game, that game against Spartak Moscow, at home since uh, December. See how much Spalletti changes the squad because on Sunday they need to go to Rome to play Roma. That's a difficult game. So, again, exactly. okay, obviously they want to keep the 100% record. When it comes to Legia Varsu, in the previous video I saw to Edu, I think Legia is going to cause an upset to, to Leicester because they got the mentality of champions. They've been winning the, the Polish league for many, many years. Uh, okay, they, this year they are doing poorly. They are 15 in the table in Poland. That's a shock. You know, they lost six games, but this is the same group that has win time and time again, especially when they play at home in Europe. They are uh, dangerous. And also, so far in this campaign, including the qualifiers, have not lost in Europe. So be careful, Napoli, with this one. Um, it could be an intense game, a high-scoring game. I like the both to score odds, 235. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't put an Asian handicap for Napoli here because, as you said, maybe they will rest some key players before they travel into Rome next uh, weekend. And in Group D, we have Eintracht versus Olympiakos. The best teams in Group D will face each other in a direct battle for the top spot. Eintracht is currently second with four points, while um, <clears throat> the Greek team are leading the group with six, despite Eintracht being the bookies' favorite. I think that both teams are capable of winning and expect a very interesting clash at Deutsche Bank Park. What do you think here? Well, of course, I'm sure Eintracht is capable of winning. This is the team that two weeks ago have beat Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich was 30 games unbeaten. Mm -hmm. 
plays Eintracht at home. They lost. It was a massive game for Eintracht, massive game for their keeper, Kevin Trapp. What a game he did. But then, after the international break, Eintracht hosts Hertha Berlin and they lose. So, you know, a very <laughs> difficult season for them. But I think Eintracht Frankfurt is a team that in the summer has gone through a lot of changes and few players didn't know if they were staying, if they were leaving. For example, Filip Kostic was about to join Lazio. In the end, he stayed, wasn't really happy, but now he seems more focused. If Kostic and Trapp, the keeper, are in form, I think uh, they got a platform to work with and they got really two really good players and they can build the team also around him. Look, I think uh, last year, uh, Eintracht started the season really poorly with Hutter. Now they got a new manager, Glasner, but they they recover from the poor start. So better things have to come. They have to be ambitious. They have to think we can win this game. We can win the group and progress. Uh, and also, you know, so far the season has been disappointing. Yes, they have not won two games in a row. They need to bounce back and they can bounce back, I think, because they got the quality. Olympiacos, on the other hand, they are in good form, top of the league in Greece. They are unbeaten. Uh, at the weekend, they gave a little bit of rest to key players like El Arabi, who's been scoring a few goals. They kept a couple of clean sheets uh, so far. Again, this is a team similar to Monaco. They probably thought we should be in the Champions League. We let a very good chance go because they lost two penalties to Ludogorets. And, you know, Ludogorets is in the Europa League with them. And then Ludogorets lost to Malmo. And Malmo is not doing even that great in the Champions League. So it is a team that probably for the type of players they have, they thought they were going to be much higher than that. But I think uh, Eintracht to win. The odds are very good, they're really, really, really appealing. 193 almost doubles your odds, you know, for a team that has beaten Bayern Munich. Let's go for it. Eintracht to win 193. Good. I completely agree with you. Eintracht, I'm not showing uh, consistency, but maybe they will win this clash here. And in Group E, Lazio versus Marseille, once again. Uh, we have Lazio looking for their second win after grabbing the three points against Lokomotiv Moscow last time. This is their second consecutive home match in the Europa League and I, I think they will try to leverage their home turf as much as they can. Meanwhile, Marseille looks a bit lost and unable to win or score goals despite being third with two points so far. A win here for either side can actually prove crucial for the next stage after the group. So what should we expect? Goals. Sarri versus <laughs> Sarri versus San Paoli. Two managers that set their teams to play on the attack. They want to press high. Sometimes they make mistakes at the back, but they go for it. You know, Marseille second best attack in Ligue 1. Lazio third best attack in Serie A. Uh, so obviously the goals market is really appealing, and Lazio uh, they seem to be perhaps not yet a Sarri team in the way they keep possession and they play, but they're very determined, they're very sturdy, they reverted back to perhaps the tactics that Inzaghi was using, and it is uh, it is working because they've been at least winning the big matches so far. They beat Roma, they beat Inter at the weekend, uh, perhaps they surrendered the possession to Inter too much for 60 minutes, but they were hard working, they were uh, they stacked in, they 
kept in the game for as much as they could and then they knew the chances were gonna come and I think uh, to tell you what kind of team Lazio are at the moment is the fact that uh, Basic the young Croatian is playing in midfielder instead of Luis Alberto the really talented and mercurial player so probably Sarri at the moment was a little bit of talent less less talent let's say and more hard working more grit in that midfield so let's see uh, what they what they do and also let's see how deep is Sarri's squad because now he'll have to make changes and you know we saw also last year when Lazio made changes the reserves were not quite at the same level as the uh, starters uh, Marcel we said very good attack but one of the worst defense of the top of uh, Lee Gun. they are third in the league with a game in hand so uh, they are at least uh, targeting a Champions League spot uh, for uh, this season. The problem with Marcel is maybe they don't finalize too much. Sometimes, uh, you know, this is, could be also a problem with San Paoli's uh, way of playing. They kept the ball a lot. They don't find the net as much. For example, against Lille, they should have should have scored more. Uh, they're always entertainment though. So Lazio, Marcel, over 2.5 goals. Again, very high odds, 1.94. Plain and simple, expect a lot of goals. And move on to Group F, where Ludo Goretz will have to <clears throat> face Braga in a very tough game. Uh, Ludo Goretz are winless in their first two matches so far. And after the decent performance against Midland, they lost at home against Red Star Belgrade. And now need to improve if they want to actually continue their particip participation beyond the group stage. However, Braga is a very tough opponent and are certainly capable of going home with the win. The odds are in favor of the Portuguese team. So is their performance so far? Maybe a, a clean win? What, what do you reckon here? This is a tough one to call because the Braga travel well in Europe. They won four of the last six Europa League away uh, games, but also a bit like Eintracht, we said before, uh, they have not won two games in a row, uh, Carlos Carvajal uh, team. They are six in the league. They're pretty much the same team as last year, so something is not clicking just yet. But in Europe, we know this team usually gets to the knockout stage of the Europa League a few years ago, even when as far as the as the semi-finals and now they go to Bulgaria which um, you know it's not it's a tough place to go it's a quite a long trip again Ludo Goretz are quite ahead in their league they are their top of the league uh, but in Europe recently have lost each one of the last five home games they only kept two clean sheets in the last eight games overall uh, again they did well against olympiacos to come through uh, on a penalty shootouts but then uh, they, they they lost the way to to malmo when they thought they were gonna be the favorites look for this one it's tough one but i think uh, braga got better quality better players they could nick it to 15. braga win since i am bulgarian myself I'll be rooting for Ludogorets, but you never know what will happen here. <laughs> I, I think you know more about Ludogorets than I do. Uh, why, I why are they struggling in Europe, you think? I don't personally follow them so close. I just root for them because they are the only Bulgarian team in the European uh, tournament so far in the last years, especially. They're consistent and I hope they can do something here, but you never know. Group G. Uh, maybe one of the most anticipated games of match day three actually is Betis against Leverkusen. Absolutely. 
current leaders in Group G will face each other in a direct battle that might decide the fate of the group. Both teams have six points so far and are scoring, scoring goals on top of goals. Also, the bookies can pick a clear favorite, but looking at their score sheet, I think we might be onto something here uh, if our betting tip is on the goals market. What is your opinion? Yeah, the goals market is the one I will go for because these are two exciting teams that create many chances. Uh, they score goals. You know, Betis was very clinical against Ferencvaros in the previous round, dominated possession, had a few chances, scored three. Against Celtic, great character. They were 2 0 behind. They end up winning 4 2. And if you look at the Betis in the last nine games, they only lost against Real Madrid, 1 0 at home, didn't deserve to lose one, and to V. Real away 2-0. Again, two top teams that play in the Champions League. So they are quite there with the top badges managed by uh, Manuel Pellegrini. And Leverkusen, okay, defeated heavily at home by Bayern Munich at the weekend, lost 5-1. But you're not always going to play Bayern every single week. And uh, let's not forget, he's a team that was third in the table. Uh, they done really well when they played away at Celtic. They've scored plenty of goals so far, 21 goals. And they got Florian Wirtz, very exciting player. He's so, uh, he showed already his class, his talent. Schick, again, after the Euros, He's a new, he's a new, he's a new person. He's scoring a lot, so it is an exciting team as well uh, to watch. They'll go toe to toe on this one. Uh, the goals market is good, but I think you could be also be conservative on this one. If you go for over three goals, that pays two times. So that means if the game finishes two one, three nil, or zero three you have not lost your stakes because, you know, again, uh, they might make some changes in the lineups as well. So let's go for over three goals to 10 and hope they're going to be four goals. Perfect. And if you guys want to learn more about Asian Handicap uh, Market, you can go and check our videos on the Betting Academy. And the last game we chose for you is from Group H, West Ham versus Genk. The last match <clears throat> to analyze, uh, we'll see the resting resting team of West Ham comfortably at the top of the group with six points, while their guests from Belgium have three points so far. The Hammers have kept two clean sheets and the odds suggest that they should have a rather easy, easy win uh, getting the three points here. However, betting on West Ham has very little value and maybe we should look at an alternative market. Yeah, the outright market is difficult and it is uh, risky as well because uh, they're going to face, I think, the most difficult team in this group, Gank. Uh, but, you know, West Ham come on the back of a very good win at Everton. They were good in the first half, created chances, and uh, they kept a clean sheet, which is not usual for them. It was only the third clean sheet in 19, in the last 19 Premier League games. A win for West Ham, they're going to be true to the record stages, which is important for uh, the club and their ambitions. I think, um, you know, at home, they've been okay so far this season. They lost two. They lost against Man United, but they missed a penalty in the very last minute, so that could have been an equalizer. And they lost against uh, Brentford. So that's why they are uh, favorites. So let's see how many changes Moyes makes. And let's see, obviously, if Declan Rice play, play he seems to be the most important player in this team, Declan Rice, at the moment. He's developing a lot in a box-to-box -box midfield. He obviously 
plays for England as well. So he played in the other game of the of the Europa League and scored two already. So his his presence is going to be very influential again. Before putting the bet with these games, always check the lineups because you know midweek mm. games you never know. Again, uh, Genk three defeats in a row. Uh, so not a great period. They lost four of the last five. They are six in the league. Uh, they were eliminated by Shakhtar in the knockout preliminary rounds of the Champions League. So uh, again, a bit of hit and miss. Um, and so far in the Europa League, they struggled a bit because the win against Rapid Vienna came in stoppage time. But they got a couple of players, Ito, Japanese, and Onuacho, uh, which could be dangerous. I saw them playing a few times, and especially when the winger crosses for you know Onuacho, big lad, in the center of the box, it could create a few upsets, so they can be dangerous. So look, I'm going to go for a risky one. Here, both to score, yes or no, pays exactly the same, which is two. So again, that tells you how finally balanced could be. I'm going to go for both to score, yes. And obviously, that pays two. Perfect. I think you've said everything that there should be said about those games, but it's time for your Akka. Okay, five games, Europa League Akka. Let's see if we are lucky this time. Rangers to win, Real Sociedad to win, Napoli to win, Lazio Marseille, both teams to score, and Braga to take the lead in Bulgaria. The total odds just short of 10, 9.31. That's um, fantastic. And I, I certainly will keep my fingers crossed that you nail this Aka finally. <laughs> well, done before, I've done before, but in Europa League yes. is more difficult. Huh? I'm know, okay with Serie A and national teams, but you know, Europa League is tough. But well, you've we, been we, close. We do our you've, best. Been, you've been close recently, but always uh, one game away. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. See you I soon. Hope to see Enjoy you again tomorrow. Enjoy bye the bye. games. Bye bye. We already have all games from the Europa League match day 3 analyzed and predicted by Danny, and you are now able to see them on your screen. If you enjoyed the show, please like it, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell, go share with your friends, tell your neighbors about us, tell your cat, and do all those magic tricks that will keep you here in the loop because we'll be back tomorrow with yet another great show. Make sure to watch the rest of our content on YouTube as well as follow us on all social media channels. See you soon and stay on the right side of the money.